All right, we are officially on the road to WrestleMania. Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. We are a duo right now. We do have a special guest to kick off the show, but it's me and Marco here. We're waiting for Sheena. She's putting the babies to sleep. Just got to finish watching AEW Dynamite. Uh, Marco, what's going on this evening, dude? Pitching up those uh, those show the win- the Wednesday night war shows and uh, just you know prepping for that uh, Super Bowl week stress free. Don't have a team in the uh, <laughs> in the cut, so I'm just gonna uh, just relax this week and uh, see what happens on uh, on Sunday. Yeah, it's probably uh, weird for you. There's probably always like Patriot fever up there in uh, Boston for the last decade or so, almost every single year. So it's probably been kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's pretty much. Uh, if uh, Brady's gonna leave the Patriots, which yeah. which which uh, hot take, I think he probably is. That's my yeah, hot take. We'll if there's we'll any see. fans out there, just you know, sorry. That's that's a reality of uh of uh, guys that age and Bill Belichick and his coaching style. So, but yeah, no, definitely um definitely excited for uh, for the show tonight. Got some good takes. Yeah, we uh, we're gonna recap uh, Royal Rumble. We have some figures that have been hitting stores. Uh, we'll, we'll get into some fantasy booking for WrestleMania and some some other good stuff. We have a good buddy of ours on the phone here who uh, uh, we I touched base with him on Twitter this evening about some things. He agreed to come on. Chris Matthews. Chris, what's going on, man? Not much. How you guys doing? Not too bad. Thank you for taking some time on us. Uh, you told me that you're a listener to the podcast. I want to hear more about your podcast, man. I've never checked it out, but I would love to. Tell us about uh, the podcast that you do every week. Uh, I am one half of the host of the, the WrestleGeddon podcast. So it's like Armageddon, but WrestleGeddon. Um, we're weekly. Uh, we drop every Friday. So we record every Thursday night. Uh, basically, it's the same, same stuff. Um, we run down like the weekly happenings and uh, we have a news segment or figure news. Uh, we do our Q and A's. We do um, a fun segment that I love is uh, Push Fire Barry um, every week. So essentially, we randomize three people and just pick who we're going to push, who we're going to fire, and who we're going to bury. Oh, very cool! We yeah, have a lot of fun. You guys drop on Fridays, so our our show usually drops on Thursdays. You can listen to us on Thursdays. You can listen to WrestleGeddon Pod uh, at WrestleGeddon Pod on Twitter, and I know you're. At Heats underscore Toy Box on Instagram. I've been following you for a long time. You have a bunch of cool photos. You do a bunch of fig hunting there. So uh, you're definitely, sounds like you're you're one of us. So uh, we, we appreciate you listening. I'm definitely going to check out your show. Uh, but uh, I was, I, I posted a picture to Twitter today on the Chick Foley uh, Twitter account of probably the saddest looking shelf you've ever seen uh, of uh, Target uh, elites and, and basically had like two, two uh, basics sitting on the pegs and, uh, a couple people responded back about it. You reached out and said that you actually work at Target, so we wanted to pick your brain a little bit and see, you know, what what the problems lie, you know, whose fault it is, if it's anyone's just fault, and and what people like us, uh, the collectors, can do to kind of uh, speed this process along. So uh, give us your background and what you do, and and kind of uh, what you see, and you know, I'm sure it's frustrating for you working there, being a collector as well. Yeah, um, I'm actually over the toy department in my store, so I have um, a little more hands-on with what, as far as like what's in stock, what's not in stock, and being a collector, um, I've got my hand, um, so to say, on the pulse, so I know what, what's big, what's not hitting, and all that fun stuff. Um, it's kind of rough, like, my store, I at least have some elites on the shelf, I've got some network spotlight, um, taking up some room on there for the first wave. 
and I've got a whole bunch of um, Seth Rollins and uh, Demon Finn sitting on the shelf. Yeah, from, uh, it's top Christmas talents. Time. So, yeah. Uh, no, I think it was um, Elite Seventy. I think. Oh, uh, okay, okay. The uh, the London Calling Finn Balor. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I had found a dude. He scanned the barcodes and basically said, you know, we even had these. We don't have any on. You know, we don't have any coming. And he said they have not sold in Elite since December 14th. So obviously they haven't gotten any since then as well. I mean, you're talking over a month, which is, you know, terrible. But when I scan uh, the barcode that I have a picture of, it shows, like, you know, some of the stores I show, it says four on hand. Some of the uh, stores I go to says five on hand. What does that mean? Because obviously there's nothing. If they had anything, they'd be out on the shelves, I would assume. So what does it mean when there's some on hand? Um, basically what it's, what our system is telling us when it says on hand, we should have them in the store, either on the shelf in the back room, somewhere in the store. Um, if it's, they're not on the pegs, we can't find them in the back. There's no location for them. Chances are they probably walked out the door and we didn't catch it. You're still in there. Um, yeah. yeah. So in that aspect, it's brought to our attention that it's, you know, if we figure out that they're not there. Then we have an additional process that we can do called audit, which we can go in and manually drop the count to zero, which I think someone had um, replied to that uh, thread too, saying that they had done that in their store with, after that, that whole um, recall debacle. And within two weeks, generally it's a two-week turnaround time. Once the count hits zero, that will see new product come in. Okay. So does the store have to do anything? Does Target have to do anything to get new stuff, or does Mattel or whatever the distributor – just has a computer system that shows like, you know, this number is down to zero. We need to send more out. Like it's generally that, um, once I hit zero, it communicates with whatever the closest warehouse is, whatever our distribution center is. Um, I believe ours comes out of Florida. So I'm down, I'm in North Carolina. So our distribution center, I believe is it's, I think it's Georgia actually it comes out of Georgia. So it'll ping to them and they'll say, okay, so they, they've hit zero on this product. Let's get it out on the, you know, the, the truck, whatever, coming up at within that next two weeks. So basically, if if I go to Target tomorrow, I show that it says five on hand, zero in the back. I can go to someone. I mean, is there somebody always in the toy department? I mean, it's hard to find. I know people are stocking sure. shelves, they're helping customers. Or there's not always just someone yeah. standing there waiting to talk to me. But um, is it a pretty simple process once I find someone to say, "Hey, can we get this?" Or are they going to look at me like I'm crazy? Like, how the hell does he know this? You know, I mean, um, they. Some people may look at you like you're crazy. Um, others, if they're um, in tune with the system and how everything works, uh, they'll probably, if they're cool, they may help you. Um, unfortunately, there's a lot of team members out there that really don't want to do anything extra like they're supposed to. But that's the, the downside of retail. Yeah, that's any. That's any, I mean, that's any job. You know, it's you know, go to yeah. a restaurant, you get that. So I mean, yeah, you just got to find. I mean, everyone has. I mean, I've I've talked to some people that don't have any targets, but I mean, Marco, you have a good amount of targets by you, right? I have, I would say, six or seven within, you know, twenty minutes of me, thirty minutes of me. You're probably similar, right? Yeah, similar, similar on my end here. Yeah, I mean, I I usually try to hop around before or after work, depending on when I uh, um, get out or leave early. Um, and it's literally always the same uh, type of experience, and every single one uh, doesn't really change. Uh, one of, one of the stores usually gets like they'll get um, new figures before the others do, but other than that, like it's ever since like the uh, uh, when the Alexander Wolf um, 
started popping up in like in the Target stores. Um, after that, it just seems like there was you couldn't find any exclusives after after that. I'm not sure what happened there, but um, I would literally just walk into any Target and find like an Alexander Wolf just hanging, and just like it, it was pretty amazing. But after that, it just pretty much stopped. Um, but yeah, I, I know I know a couple of guys I work at at a couple of the Target stores. I um, mean, they're pretty good about going and checking out back and stuff like that. But for the most part, if they're not there, um, you can't get anyone <laughs> to go back there. I used to work retail, so I know how, like, I used to work in the warehouse of a retail store, so I know how, how crazy it is back there. So um, I kind of have sympathy, and if you ask someone to go back to check for something, it's it's usually a, a tall task. Um, sometimes people just don't want to do it, but... For the most part, it could be a mess back there. They could yeah, have just yeah. got a truck in. It could have been. It can't. It could be literally anything. But um, but yeah, pretty distribution around here has been pretty pretty dry. It's. Uh, they were just starting to get like the elite seventies and the elite seventy ones popping up everywhere. But other than that, it's been pretty dead for the most part. So Chris, when when we see the numbers jump on like Pop Finder, obviously that means there's a truck that's you know dropped off a bunch of stuff, a delivery. Uh, what time of day is kind of the best to go? Because sometimes I'll go first thing in the morning. They're like, "Hey, man, this is you know, it's we got two trucks here. They're not even unloaded yet, and you know, it sound doesn't sound like bullshit. It sounds like you know, I can understand that's probably what they have. It's not just they have a, a truck that pulls up with one box of wrestling figures. You know, there's a lot of stuff that Target gets delivered every single day. What's the <laughs> what's the best time? I mean, is it like we're talking like afternoon or I mean, I just sometimes I'll get there too late, sometimes I'll get there too early, and then sometimes I'll hit it right on the head. So is it just kind of different from from day to day or what? It's different store to store. Um, There's supposed to be a dedicated person in toys that's pushing the truck. Um, But it's like this time of the year, toys drops from a priority one to a priority two, obviously, because more toy sales than Christmas. So it doesn't have to be pushed in the morning. So it can be pushed any time throughout the course of the day. So it's it's a crapshoot pretty much as to when that store is going to push whatever came off the truck for toys. Cool. Uh, so, I mean, you've provided us with some good info, man. Uh, definitely, if anyone out there is, you know, hunting for stuff, make sure you're, you know, number one, be cool to the people working retail. It's not an easy job. You know, you have a lot more than just wrestling figures. If you're running the toy department, you have, you know, aisles and aisles of stuff to keep track of and, you know, hundreds of people come through every single day. But, you know, I always try to be cool with those folks because they work hard and also, you know, just just follow. You know, speak to someone that can get that on hand number moved because I think that's really the biggest problem. I, I have. I mean, I see that in every single one of my targets, and yeah, it's probably just because of you know theft and stuff like that that those numbers haven't moved, and uh, you're not going to get any deliveries until that number jumps down to zero. So, Chris, we thank you, man. Again, you can follow Chris on Instagram at heats underscore uh, toy box and on Twitter at Russellgeddon uh, Pod. Uh, thank you for joining us, man. I'm sure we'll have you back on sometime soon. And you know, anything else comes up, uh, you think we should share with the listeners, man? Definitely hit us up, and I'm going to make sure I check out that podcast on Friday. Will do. Thank you guys for having me. Awesome, Chris. Thanks for joining us, man. All righty. Thanks, guys. Yep. All right, Chris. Thank you so much for joining us. Good info there. Uh, later in the show, obviously, we'll get into some of the figures that are hitting targets and Walmarts. And uh, I know a lot of the folks in the Foley family have started to find those things, Marco. So uh, pretty exciting. Uh, we want to welcome everyone to the show. Obviously, we wanted to get that out of the way and get Chris. You know, it's late at night here, so he just got off work. Wanted to get him in and, and over with and done and get that info out to you guys. But, uh, 
yeah uh royal rumble we have to recap and it was quite a show and uh before we do that let's let's get rid of all the uh, the good housekeeping here at chick foley show is where you can find us on twitter uh you can follow sheena on instagram she's busy uh she's more active over there on instagram at chick foley and marco is inglorious gent on uh in twitter and instagram good follow there any questions you have for us, shoot them over to askchickfoley at gmail.com or slip into our DMs. And, uh, yeah, we have uh, – what should we start with here, man? Because uh, I've been watching some wrestling this week. Um, I didn't I didn't catch all of Raw. I watched a little bit of uh, AEW Dynamite earlier tonight. But I think the biggest news has to be uh, Royal Rumble from Sunday. And um, I think we should jump right into it. Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. I don't know if we had full predictions. That was like right as Sheena was being torn away last week with a, a screaming baby. We had uh, we had match predictions. We didn't have the actual Royal Rumble predictions, if I recall. So okay. like the actual, I think we were going by percentages of who was going to show up and who wasn't. We were doing that that type of thing. Oh, um, that's right. Yeah, she said fifty percent that uh, CM Punk was going to show up. I yeah, <laughs> and we were like, uh, I don't, we don't think so. I don't know about that, but I mean, the biggest, <laughs> the biggest news is after nine year, ten years, whatever it was, uh, the rated R superstar Edge is back in the WWE. He made an appearance at I think number twenty one in the Rumble, and he has now signed a three year contract with the WWE. Ah oh, man, we we had heard rumors about it. I had posted a picture about it. Everybody thought I was crazy, probably because the picture that I posted was super old. But um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really give a crap. It was uh, just something fun to talk about. But uh, man, I popped so hard, I flew off my couch. What was your reaction when we heard that music? Oh my god, I'm, uh, I was actually I was actually laying in bed watching it because you know it's getting late, so I'm old, so I'm in bed already, and. Uh, yeah, I, I literally almost, I literally almost jumped out of the bed. <laughs> I like That's almost nice. fell out. I was like, I, I heard, I just heard the music, and I was like, this is, this isn't real. Even like, I think even the, I don't even think they told anybody because if you listen to like, uh, uh, the like Booker T, you know, he was like, they, they're all like, it's not like they're genuinely shocked that Edge was. He was even shocked he was there. <laughs> just yeah, like, his, face his face was priceless, man. When I <laughs> when I've gone back and watched it, I posted on Twitter. I watched it with my son on Monday. And made him think we were watching it live because he's an idiot. He doesn't know any better. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> but, uh, but he was he was. Lo- I mean, he hated the first half of the rumble, but um, he was pretty excited toward the end. And um, I, I popped the you know, second time watching it again, even though I knew it was coming. I um, mean, he doesn't know who the hell Edge is, but um, it it was just surreal, man. It was cool, and one of those things that uh, our buddy My Damn Toys hit around in the head before the rumble. We had already. We had heard all 30 names. They posted all 30 names of the Rumble. Like, man, what the hell? Like, the best part of the Rumble is these exactly. surprises. And even if it's, you know, Brooklyn Brawler, I don't care. You know, it's a surprise to see someone that you didn't know was coming out. Yep. Uh, MVP, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, he's not he's not Hulk Hogan, but it was cool to see him. So I'm glad they, they moved things around. They shuffled things around. We lost Heavy Machinery, and I think uh, Lashley and Rusev were supposed to be in it. But yeah. uh, we definitely got some uh, some awesome additions. So, you said on Twitter that you had a hot take about this Royal Rumble. What was your uh, what's your hot take? Um, I think my hot take is everyone should consider that Brock Lesnar is probably the best worker in the business right now. He was fucking phenomenal in this. Match. Yeah, awesome. Um, I didn't even look at Twitter 
the oh, first good, good. 26 minutes because good, I good. knew people were just complaining that he was tossing people out left and right. And, oh, my God. All right. Brock Lesnar is the first person in a Royal Rumble. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Expect, and who did he expect? who did he throw out? I mean, he threw obviously Kofi's the biggest name. And, yeah. I mean, you had a bunch of guys that were probably not going to win the thing anyway. But I mean, you go back and watch the '92 Royal Rumble. It sucks. I mean, yeah, it's, no, it's just horrible. a bunch. It's just a bunch of guys forearming each other in the back, and then you know the ending is the best part. Ric Flair lasting the entire match is is a great yep. part of it. But I mean, it's not. There's no storytelling. There's nothing. This was awesome. This was. We know you hate Brock Lesnar, and we're gonna we're gonna hold this nut until until you're about to explode, and it's gonna be the biggest pop in in you know, in the in the arena the whole night besides Edge coming out obviously, and what better way to do it with Drew McIntyre winning it and eliminating Brock Lesnar yeah. with, with the Claymore, and yep. then you know it just was so well written and and Lesnar like you said Lesnar was the star of this thing because his goddamn facial expressions. When guys were coming out, yeah. I mean, he was selling for everybody, man. He made everybody look good. He made yeah, Ray, yeah. Ray Mysterio yep. look good. I, lo- I loved Big E against him. Um, Nakamura, Keith Lee. Yeah, um, I mean, and and they also, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your hot take one step further. This is this is the best Wrestle, uh, Royal Rumble of all time. Oh, pro- no, you probably I, I would I would not disagree with you on that. Just from recent memory, because I don't remember any of the other Royal Rumbles that happened. No. This is probably this one I'm going to remember the most. It was so it, different, yeah. Marco, than anything they've ever done. And the people that were complaining, I, I tweeted like ten people. Just turn it off. Turn it off if you don't like it. But yeah. I mean, what did you expect? Like you said, what did you expect Brock Lesnar to do? It's it's all he does. And yeah, it, Brock, it, yeah. it was done for one reason, to set up Drew McIntyre as the ultimate now face and lead face of the company. And he did that, and I think honorable mention goes to Roman Reigns, who if I had to nitpick anything from this Royal Rumble, it's basically what they did two years ago to give uh, Nakamura the rub. Because they, yeah. they know when those two guys are in there, half the crowd's like, oh, shit, fucking Roman Reigns is going to win this thing yep, again. exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't want, you know, and they know that. They know, they, they can fucking hear us, man. They can, they know. Um, but but they went to that same well again. It was I mean, it was a great ending, but to have Lesnar put you over and then eliminating Roman Reigns to end the thing, I mean, you want to yeah. t- say that he's got a rocket ship, you know. I don't know if he's going to take the title off. We have, a, we have I think, what, 60-some days until to WrestleMania so we have a quite a while but yeah, exactly. I, th- I think you have a I mean th- this is in one night you built a legitimate star already I yeah, mean, what, what yeah was this? definitely this guy was was doing nothing six months ago he was like was... Shane McMahon's bitch boy yep um <laughs> which was you know was a total horror you know it was was way way below his uh talents you know it's nothing exactly. he did wrong but uh this is why I have faith in guys like you know they're not doing anything with Alistair Black or or, yeah. or this guy. Like you know, it's just there's there's not enough time to. I you know I wish they would do it more often. I wish they would use the you know Super Showdown to build somebody or you know just there's the King of the Ring. Like I guess they did exactly. that with Corbin. I don't know if Corbin yep. really needed it big time, but I mean this is you know everything they did here was perfect. I mean I see a I see a WrestleMania match between Keith Lee and Strowman easily. I think that yeah. would be, be awesome if the if the ring can hold those two. <laughs> um, I mean, they they, fur- they furthered the Seth Rollins uh, Samoa Joe Kevin Owens thing. Um, we got a little t- taste of Randy Orton and Edge. Um, yeah, Riddle throwing getting thrown out by Corbin. Like there's there's a, a thousand different ways you can go with this thing, man. And and I think 
I mean, just I mean, I'm looking down the list of talent here. I mean, there's so many yeah. guys. I'm trying to count how many you know future Hall of Famers. There's probably 15 future Hall of Famers in this match. Oh, de- yeah, most you know? definitely. Yeah, um, they uh, they uh, did a they did a great job with like like kind of like telling us like telling a story. Like if you ever watched um, any of any interviews of Vince McMahon, he's he's all about create like creating movies. He says we don't we don't do we we don't wrestle here. We we create movies. We create experiences. This Royal Rumble was legit a movie from the beginning to the middle to the end because you have a you have the beginning, you have the middle, then you have the ending, which is the climax, right? Yep. Yep. The beginning, the beginning of the you have the you have Brock Lesnar and they're just tossing everyone left and right. He literally went up to the fifteenth person, which was Ricochet. The sixteenth person, which is the middle of literally the middle of the sh- of the show, Drew McIntyre. He was the middle part of the story. He was like, I'm ending this right now. Claymore kick, knock Brock Lesnar out. Now you have 15 more guys after that, or uh, 14 more guys after that, that Drew McIntyre has to go through in order to win. And then at the end of the movie, you had him and Roman Reigns, and obviously, you know, who won that. But, like, just like just to bring it back to Brock and Roman Reigns, like like you said, Brock Lesnar sold literally everybody that walked into the uh, into that ring. Keith Lee, the most notable, like him mouthing the words like, "Well, okay, this is a big boy." I'm not yeah. sure if anyone like seen that. And like, yeah. who he's like, "Who's this? Who's this guy right here? Like, yeah. who's this big guy? Like, like he was like genuinely like shocked like how big this is." And then like the facial expressions he made when like Keith Lee like buried him a few times and mm-hmm. like yeah. like when he's just like huffing, just like, "Geez, like I, I can't, I can't." Like, you, I don't think people give that guy enough credit. They can crap on him all he wants for being a part timer, but when he's in there, he does work. And you can't deny that at all. He doesn't. He doesn't half-ass anything. From what I've seen, yeah, anyway. No, and he gets he gets legit heat. People like people were in my DMs like, God, I freaking hate Brock Lesnar. Like that's the <laughs> point, man. That's the point. You're He's supposed to job. hate him. He's yeah. a. We'll do another hot take. He's a better heel than MJF. Oh well, right come on. Yeah, of course. Jesus, because everyone considers him like the greatest. Like he's the best heel in the business right now. No, people cheer him. People laugh at him. Nobody yeah. cheers and he's laughs too, at Brock Lesnar. He's too cool. He's too funny to be the best heel. I mean, he's, yeah, he's exactly. definitely great. I mean, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think Lesnar is, you know, obviously, I mean, the guy has now been around for, I don't know, when he started, 2003, 2004. I mean, we're, you're looking, you know, a ha- decade and a half of, you know, time in the WWE. It maybe took a little bit of time away for UFC and trying to play football and stuff like that. But, um, Let's go back to the edge thing. Let, give me some fantasy booking. Obviously, it looks like we're going to get some sort of feud with um, Randy Orton, which which is awesome, former tag team partners. Who's your ideal person to face? Like, If you if you could fantasy book it for WrestleMania, who, who would it be? Would it be Randy Orton? Um, For his first match, yes, only because they're familiar with each other and it'd be a, it'd be a safe match for him. Not that anyone's like – too dangerous for him right now, but I'd probably say that's that's like a that's a marquee match right there, right? And that's another guy that people kind of crap on all the time and like hate when they want to. It's Randy Orton when he's when he's in there, he performs. Obviously, he people hate the fact that he wrestles in slow motion because that's what <laughs> that's my thing. But like, he's a perfect storyteller. Um, we'll get on. We'll get to Monday Night Raw. I'm not sure if you, you see the end of Monday Night Raw at all. Um, that whole that whole scenario with him and Edge. That like that was if you've never seen storytelling in wrestling because you don't really see it nowadays. That's storytelling one hundred and one with Randy Orton and Edge. Just yeah. go back if you haven't seen it. Watch that last segment and tell me you weren't like up and down with emotions watching that whole right, thing yeah. between him and Edge and all that stuff. Like say what you want about the guy. I think he's definitely the guy for Edge. Um, 
I guess uh, uh, Roman Reigns was on WWE backstage, um, and he was talking about like everyone, like Edge is like rattling off all these names, like oh, there's the Seth Rollins, but he actually gave Seth Rollins kind of like more of like an intense <laughs> name call, which I think that might happen at some point. Nice. But um, he he was saying Roman Reigns was saying everyone was like, oh my god, we I want I want a piece of Edge. Like I like there's so many there's AJ Styles that's like that oh was like the God. main that one was, I think that's yeah that's the one that pops that's the one that everyone wants to see is like that yeah. like AJ Styles and Edge which I, I I totally agree with that um he even named he even said Matt Riddle Edge mentioned Matt Riddle so that's a guy like I could see him. he's a perfect match at anybody that he Alistair Black Kevin Owens Samoa Joe like anyone like literally any one of those guys can have a like a, a WrestleMania match with Edge yeah, yeah. I think in my opinion. I think it gives us a, a – I mean, I don't know if he's going to be a part-time guy or not, but, I mean, it just gives us another legit main eventer to uh, to add to the either Raw or SmackDown. So it, it's it's pretty fun to see what's going to happen here. I'm assuming he's going to be on Raw. Uh, we did touch on uh, MVP, who has been gone for even longer. He's been out uh, since uh, – for 10 years. Uh, yeah. What, what a – you know, he's stealing your gimmick, I mean, number one. But, yeah, um, dude, I mean, I mean, pretty, I mean pretty, there can only be one. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just call him Mon- Montel Vontarius Porter or whatever his name was. We won't call yeah, him MVP. Yeah. That, that's reserved for you. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah. I don't know if he – have you heard if he's signed or anything? I mean, obviously he wrestled on – I think he wrestled Rey Mysterio on Raw, didn't he? Yeah, he did wrestle yeah. uh, Rey Mysterio. It's, it's, I, from what I see, he, he, I don't think he signed anything. I know Edge definitely signed a contract. Didn't say he – I know he's a part of the hog wrestling as well, um, which is another – which uh, Master P owns now. So he's a part of that. So I'm not sure how that works. I know I know Booker T has a contract with WWE, and he has his own uh, wrestling organization he runs too. But that'd be pretty cool if he came back. I mean, I don't mind MVP. He had some some pretty awesome matches. I love his gimmick. People still are chanting his name and doing the balling thing on Raw, which I was kind of surprised at. He's probably surprised as well. So um, I mean, he's still he's still around. He's still over. So so why not? Yeah, I love the Wakanda outfit too. That was pretty badass. So yeah, it was pretty sick. And then Brock yeah. danced to his music. Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. that was pretty good. Um, yeah, it was overall. I mean, a good. Sh- I mean, the Royal Rumble match really out outshined everything. I mean, the women's Royal Rumble was was pretty good. I, I mean, obviously, I'm a Charlotte Flair fan. I love seeing Shayna Baszler coming. I think that was my pick. Um, at least I, yeah. I picked her to at least be in it, and she kind of came in at number th- number thirty. Eight eliminations for Baszler, which was pretty badass. Um, but uh, ends up being Charlotte, and Charlotte does not announce on Raw who she's going to face. My money is on Rhea Ripley. I think that that gives us something a little bit different. And yep. uh, I, I'm not really excited to see Becky versus Charlotte for the 500th time. But um, oh. yeah, uh, overall it was great. It was it Bianca Belair was badass in it? She looked like a future star. Uh, I love seeing Alexa Bliss go, f- you know, for I think almost thirty minutes. That means, you know, I'm always worried about her health for some reason. I feel like she's like so tiny, and she's had, yeah, you know, she was out for like almost a year, you know, here and there. She did the the interview segment stuff, but uh, I mean, she, having her back was great. We had a couple surprises in there, a bunch of a ton of NXT. I think like ten NXT folks, uh, yeah, including yep. Beth Phoenix, who's an announcer. And, yeah, uh, that was that was pretty amazing. We can't we can't leave out Beth Phoenix, uh, the other half or the better half of the uh, of Edge, right there. Yeah, that was a pretty amazing performance from from Beth Phoenix with that bloody head, <laughs> just going just still going through everybody, which is pretty awesome. Yeah, she was freaking cut, man. She had to get some stitches on that thing. Um, yeah, your girl Tony Storm was right after her with them cakes. 
Yeah, um, yeah, man. I mean, hmm. I'm done with Kelly Kelly. I I don't need to see Kelly yeah. Kelly back in any. <laughs> this this like time period where like MVP and Kelly Kelly like you know this is like now I feel like I'm getting old like Muddy Molly. I don't really remember that character that much. I was oh, kind really? of like no, I was like in college. I had like you know just moved to South Carolina. I like totally like went dormant on wrestling fandom for like four or five years, like between like, uh, like four, 2004 to 2007 or so. I feel like it was, and that's, you know, I think that's from, I mean, I remember it, but I just wasn't watching every single week and, you know, collecting anything. So, yeah. Um, but Kelly, Kelly, just, I don't need, I just don't need to see her. You know, I was hoping for Trish or Lita, but, uh, we got Kelly, Kelly. I mean, she's nice to look at. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, mm. Well, yeah. Um, what else? Carmella in there. Tegan Knox. Uh, how'd you feel about the Santina Morella? Still getting, a, still getting a big pop all these years later. Yeah, a lot of. I guess it, that was another. That's another. I didn't go on Twitter, but I seen like the after people were pretty upset about the Santina Morella gimmick popping up. Like, oh, that's a spot that could have been for who, who insert name here, type of thing. But I mean, I, it's it's a surprise. The women's Royal Rumble needed a surprise besides like the Beth Phoenixes and like half of the NXT roster. So, I mean, I'm not mad at it. I actually liked it. Like you said, they got, she got a big pop. Um, and you know, that's, I mean, that's, it's, it's, it's WWE. You got to expect stuff like that to happen. <laughs> have you seen, have we talked about this, uh, the South Park episode with, with like the Macho Man character? Have you, if you going back and watch that, I know I haven't in recent memory, oh, but I do actually God. remember that episode. It was it was like the second episode of this season. It is so goddamn funny. It's making fun, oh, you know, fantastic. just making fun of like trans people. Like you know, basically the Macho Man joins like uh, some sort of trans Olympics type of thing and just like oh beats, my beats God. shit out of all the women. It's, <laughs> it's not actually it's not actually the Macho Man, but like if you as soon as you see this person on the screen, you. No, it's the Macho Man, but that's uh, hilarious. Definitely, definitely go back and watch it. I don't know how we got on this tangent, but um, <laughs> overall, a really good show, man. Uh, other matches on the card, I, I, I didn't see the Shame of Shorty G match. I didn't see Andrade and Humberto Carrillo. Uh, I saw the rest. Uh, the the strap match is probably the best match for the Fiend since he's been champion. I feel like it was a you know a pretty good back and forth with Daniel Bryan. Uh, I love the Becky and Oscar match. That was pretty brutal. Yep. Um, wasn't a fan of Bailey versus Lacey Evans. You know, I could go either way. I think I think you need to put Sasha. I don't know where was Sasha on this card. That was the only like kind of big name um, missing from this. I don't. I didn't. I don't know. Was she hurt? Is she sick? I mean, yeah. The same. Uh, what I've been reading, she's in, she's injured, but I'm not. I can't find out what the injury is. Um, but maybe they're just saving her for. For WrestleMania, they don't want her to get into anything too physical because she's supposed to wrestle Lacey Evans like two weeks in a row, and and that hasn't happened yet. So they haven't really given like a they, one of the reasons they gave her she's recording a rap album. Then the next week um, is Bailey came out and attacked her, so it became like a Bailey Lacey Evans match. So I've seen Lacey Evans and Bailey wrestle at least like three or four times before the Royal Rumble. So I think I was like pretty much done with it to begin with. I can't wait to hear that rap album. That's going to be great. Yeah, no, it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> it should. Be, I mean, if if Snoop Dogg's a part of it, I mean, it might be 
It might be something. You never know. Do you remember the Macho Man had a rap, a rap album? Well, we're talking about Macho Man quite a bit here. But I do. Macho I Man do. had a rap album. Maybe I'll I play, actually, maybe I'll play that had a, as the outro. Yeah, no, I actually had it. I, I played it. It was actually. I, I didn't think it was that bad. He could actually rap. Really? He could stay on beat. He had a good rap voice, too. Like, I mean, it's, his voice is iconic. He kind of had like a, a DMX type of sound to him. Um, if anyone wants to go search for it, go back. It's probably not any right. streaming I need, platform. I need to hear. I need to hear this. Let, let me play this right now for the people. Yeah. The ones. <laughs> oh, it's just starting out by shitting on Hulk Hogan in this song. Yeah, it's called yeah the Be a Man Hogan yeah. is episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's legit rapping, though. Yeah, not a bad beat to it. All right, cool. Well, if you want to find it, just search Macho Man Randy Savage on on uh, Spotify. <laughs> He's got his own page there. All right, cool. Um, I did not watch Worlds Collide. I heard there were some really good matches on there. Um, any uh, Anything we should touch on? I really want to go back and watch that, uh, obviously, the main event with Undisputed Era. I heard that was a, a banger match. Oh, and dude, the, yeah. Uh, the tag team title match was good, or whatever. You know, was it a tag team? No, the DIY DIY match. In a mustache mounted, yeah, mustache yeah that mountain. was it. Yeah, yeah. The the, the top to bottom of uh, the pay per view was good. Actually, watching like two parts, I watched like the first half um, after it aired late at night. Then I woke up early and watched the rest of it. Um, but yeah, Kaylee Ray and my M was probably one of my favorite matches. It was a short match. I wish I went a little bit longer. Um, that was really good. Um, it wasn't a championship match though, which is kind of weird. Um, but yeah, Finn Balor and uh, I can never pronounce his name. I'm gonna say Dragonoff. I can't never pronounce his first name. That match is really good. Um, Jordan Devlin ended up becoming the uh, NXT Cruiserweight Champion. That match was really good. You should definitely, definitely go wa- uh, watch that one if you're gonna skip the other, the first two. Um, DIY Mustache Mountain was awesome. Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm was great. Um, then the last match was probably the best match of the card. Um, Imperium versus Undisputed Era. Um, did you hear what happened to uh, Alexander Wolf? Oh, I saw it. His brains got scrambled. Yeah, yeah, that was Roderick strong. <laughs> Jesus, man. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, but yeah, he ended up getting taken out. So it was literally four guys on uh, four guys on three, and um, Walter was a standout of that match. Walter can go. I'm a, oh, I, I was already a Walter fan, but now I'm even more of a Walter fan. I would actually like to see him face Brock Lesnar. I think that would be a really brutal match if they actually went back and forth. There'd be a lot of chops. I'm telling you, so <laughs> I wanted to see him in the Rumble, man. I'm surprised they didn't put him in there, but I guess yeah. it makes sense, you know, wrestling a couple nights before. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to definitely go back and check that out this weekend. Um, just a lot of good wrestling going on right now, man. It's pretty pretty fun and it's uh you know when when the fans get what they want it doesn't happen too often but uh yep. you know I think the, the reviews were pretty were pretty glowing for this this Royal Rumble after what happened and after Brock Lesnar being unceremoniously dumped outside by Drew McIntyre so yeah. I mean do you see do you see him winning at, at WrestleMania I don't where do you where do you go with this I don't I don't know if I take the battle off Brock I don't know if you know once you know once he has it is he going to be you know does he turn back heel or something and shit on the fans because I, I just i don't know i don't i like him as a face but i just see him more you know if i look at him he just looks like a heel yeah he i think i mean he to me he's still a heel for some reason it's just people just gravitate it's kind of like a house like stone cold i hate to compare him to stone cold but like his type of attitude like 
everyone like Stone Cold was a he was technically a heel when he first started. He was shitting on Bret Hart all the time and like just being like, like talking shit to the fans and all that stuff. But people gravitated towards his attitude. Um, but I, that's why I th- that's why I think of Drew McIntyre right now. I don't think he's like full full babyface yet. If he does like a, if he teams up with like a like Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe and like and gets involved with like that type of stuff with Seth Rollins, then I'll consider him a babyface. But if he's just gonna like come out and pick fights with everyone, I'd still consider him sort of a heel. Um, as far as him winning, if they carry on tradition and do less storybook endings, he may win. I don't know. I I, I would say he probably. I, I think they would give him the title. Um, I think they're really high on him right now. For um, I think I called it like a, f- a few weeks ago, or maybe a week ago, and just him coming out to Raw every week saying he was going to win the Royal Rumble, and like he was literally the only one saying he was going to win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, it was I'm pretty, not sure if it was anyone pretty predictable. That. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like that type of stuff, and I mean, I th- I mean, I, if I'm if I'm going by last year's with the with Kofi winning and everyone winning, unless they just go complete opposite, yeah, just have no one, just have no <laughs> have one lose the titles. Cha- yeah, yeah, like, but normally it the titles changes changes hands um, unless it's a Triple H match at WrestleMania. Sometimes <laughs> he doesn't like to give the title up. Um, you can do your research. It does. It did happen a few times, but um, I would I would say he's probably going to win the title and create that WrestleMania moment and that Royal Rumble moment. He did. He's he's deserved it. He's done. Oh, yeah. He's done he's his. Been, he's been around, man. Around the block, and he and he, you know, he he got let go and and was gone from the company for a while. Came back and went all the way from the bottom. Started at NXT and got promoted to the main roster. Good for him, man. I mean, yeah. Look, and, and if he wins the world title, it's just Heath Slater is the only one left from three man band that hasn't won it. So exactly, yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, maybe that's where the feud goes. He Heath Slater comes out the Monday after Mania and throws that gauntlet down. On Drew McIntyre and says, "Hey, give me my shot." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we do. Before we get too far into the show, I do want to announce that we've had, I think, twelve new Patreon subscribers. Let me run them down. I don't know. Wow. If, yeah, I don't right. know if I named all of these last time on the show, so I'm just going to say them all. Uh, Wico Rios, Enrique Rodriguez, Justin Pickard, Jason Koenig, Chris Ionias, Benny Hopper, Julio Cruz Jr. Spencer Cantor and our buddy Lucha Dad. So uh, those are all new Patreon subscribers. You can sign up for our Patreon pretty easily. You go to patreon.com uh, slash uh, Chick Foley Show. You can use backslash or forward slash. And uh, I don't know which one works, but use one of the slashes there. And, um, you know, uh, some pretty cool stuff on our Patreon, man. The biggest thing, it starts at a dollar a month goes up from there a dollar a month gets you a shout out here on the show uh, our show notes emailed to you each and every single week um and also access to our facebook group which is um you know we're constantly talking we're selling figures uh we did a huge royal rumble contest that i uh, actually stole from another group that i'm in that uh, all, oh my god <laughs> uh, all 30 i mean uh, the, the dude that runs it was cool with it i was like dude i'm gonna steal this idea this is amazing uh 30 of us joined we all put up an elite figure uh and we i randomly assigned numbers uh to each of us and uh one of us is has won 30 uh wrestling figures that will all be mailed to his house from each you know one from each of us um dominic frederico it was the winner. He was actually at the Royal Rumble, and uh, he, he got the lucky number 16. So, um, yeah, I was actually number 26 in my buddy's pool uh, for the same thing. So if uh, Roman Reigns would have won, I would have uh, gotten all 30 of those. But, um, yeah, 
goes up from there, starts at $5 a month for uh, bonus episodes. Uh, our highest tier is $50 a month. You actually get a Chick-fil-A t-shirt in the mail from us for Pro Wrestling Tees. And you'll get access to co-host the show and co-host a segment with us here, whether you want to do like a, you know, a WrestleMania preview or something or talk wrestling figures with us. Uh, but check it out, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. It's definitely a cool group. All of the money goes into doing giveaways and uh, getting some equipment for us here and uh, paying for Marco's lap dances. So uh, Definitely. Uh, uh, Got to pay the bills, man. Got to pay the bills. <laughs> Um, so we talked about in the ring and, um, let's go outside of the ring now. Uh, well, I mean, what else from, we talked about raw, basically just kind of the, the fallout from raw, the fallout from Royal rumble. We talked about edge and Randy Orton. We talked about Charlotte, not letting us know who she's facing MVP coming back. Um, I did happen to watch, did you watch NXT tonight? Yes, I did. Okay. I watched AEW. Nothing happened. Um, yeah, mm. uh, on AEW there was just uh, there was like a six man tag match at the end, uh, more like brawling between uh, John Moxley and um, our boy Chris Jericho. Uh, Britt Baker had a pretty good promo where she just shit all over the Browns and Baker Mayfield, so that was that was fun. But uh, <laughs> it was a pretty nondescript episode of um, AEW. Um, anything happen on NXT that we should know about? Uh, yeah, Tommaso Ciampa laid waste to the. Uh... <laughs> to the to the undisputed era oh, nice. um which is pretty awesome they, they, they like cut to the uh to the like the back of the of the arena and you just see like all three like three of the guys laid laid to waste um trent seven uh actually actually yeah trent seven and finn balor had a match uh which is pretty awesome during worlds collide there was like a kind of a little tiff between between those guys there so uh finn balor attacked Johnny Gargano during a after interview after their match, and um, Tyler Bate and, and uh, Trent Seven got in the middle of it or whatever. So they had a match on on a, a match tonight, which is pretty awesome. Um, Sh- uh, Shotzi Blackheart, she actually came on a mini tank her entrance. Oh, nice! She That's drove cool. a mini tank down. It was pretty. It was pretty sick. Uh, if you go on Twitter, people like flipping out about it for some reason. Um, yeah, so. Uh, the big news I think from it is obviously uh, the bro- the Broser weights are the winners of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, um, as well as Tommaso Ciampa will now be facing Adam Cole at um, Takeover Portland. So that's the uh, that's your championship match for that uh, pay per view. Is, um, is that WrestleMania weekend Takeover Portland? Uh, that would be that, a, that, that would be a long way away. Yeah, so that's that's what I don't, that's what I wasn't sure of because it's in usually it's in the same area. Um, oh yeah, Good they're call. in Tampa, which oh, is Feb- maybe doing... February sixteenth. Okay, like yeah, two so weeks it's... away. Huh. Yeah, so they they're doing their own thing on this one. There, they're riding solo. They're not riding the coattails of the uh, the main roster. Oh, wait, um, I guess oh, we're not going to get one. I guess we're not going to get a takeover for WrestleMania weekend. Hopefully, that means we get an NXT title match on. The main show that'd be cool. Yeah. So yeah, one of the one of the things I read, which was a rumor before they uh, went, uh, be, went before they went on USA, was that they were going to start doing their own like pay per views, uh, not basically being on the same weekend as a as a as a Raw SmackDown pay per view, if you want to call it. Uh, They're going to have like their own weekend. So maybe this is the start of it. Um, so maybe you probably won't see an NXT Takeover uh, WrestleMania weekend, which would be kind of sad. 
Um, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it makes its way to uh, SummerSlam. Hopefully they keep tradition in that sense because I would definitely love to see a NXT show uh, during that time. But um, yeah, the uh, well, there the, is there is one already scheduled Saturday, August twenty second, according to vividseats.com uh, all right, so Saturday, August twenty second, at uh, the TD Garden. Is that uh, where where is SummerSlam going to be? I'm assuming at the TD Garden. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, you said do it at a smaller. They yeah, do, they do take over to a separate spot. We're setting up a meet and greet, not a meet and greet, like a, a get to get. What do you call it? Jesus Christ! What, no, what just is like it a, ga- a gathering just a, just, of the just, juggalos. Yeah, no, just a just a fully family <laughs> gathering. Yeah, where we're just going to oil each other up and just kind of see what happens. No, no, we're gonna. <laughs> I think Sheena's going to try to get up there. I mean, Marco lives in Boston. I'm going to come up and a tj McHugh and a bunch of guys from the foley family facebook group are going to be there so uh if you're going to SummerSlam, definitely hit us up and let us know we want to get everybody together and uh drink some adult beverages talk wrestling with you guys and uh we've never done like a, a meetup with uh our listeners before but i think that would be pretty fun uh i know if you're from out of the area they have not started selling the plane tickets for southwest yet into boston for that weekend but uh hopefully soon so they haven't even announced the tickets. Have they sold and started selling tickets yet? No, they haven't even announced any packages yet for SummerSlam. But I'm, I'm assuming usually, they usually do that. Yeah, the packages. They uh, they usually do that around uh, actually WrestleMania time. You probably see yeah. them start talking about uh, VIP packages and all that stuff, which I'm planning on doing because I'm planning on getting some some. I'm not really a signed guy, like getting things signed, but I'm gonna plan on doing that because. Why not? I don't have to spend money on hotels. I was or gonna travel. say, yeah, tell the wife you don't have to. You don't have to pay for a hotel or like a plane ticket. You're already there. You can just walk there. You know, if you need yeah. to. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So she yeah. actually might. She actually wants to go too, which oh, is nice, pretty crazy. So yeah, she might actually join the Foley fam in our meetup festivities, which would be awesome. Yeah, my wife would rather have someone shit on her head than uh, go to this <laughs> show. <laughs> Uh, so uh, we have different, uh, you know, which is fine. You know, I, I don't, you know, she doesn't make me do crap with her that I don't want to do. But, so uh, did she watch wrestling at all, like, when she was younger or during no. the Attitude Era, at least, or anything like that? No, she's Your a doctor. Wife? She's a doctor. She's uh, Oh, really she's smart, doing important so she things. Was, yeah, she's probably studying and shit. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, she, she she went to an NXT with, show with me once, bought me tickets for, like, uh, our anniversary of Valentine's Day or something, and... You know, she supports that me and me and the kid watch it together. So, but uh, she yeah. she could care less about it, uh, which is fine. You know, it's you know as long as as long as somebody supports your hobbies, they don't have to share them with you. You know, so yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, my wife used to uh, she she used to watch. She doesn't really watch now. I try to like fill her in on stuff, but she was she was a huge Edge fan back in the day. Nice. She does she does love Mick Foley. She actually has a picture with Mick Foley. Wow, cool. Uh, Back way back in the day, but um, before you guys was, before you guys knew each other, she was yeah yeah huh? yeah this nice. was before yeah, uh, but she actually was generally upset that um, she fell asleep, so oh, she didn't man. see Edge <laughs> show up. So I I uh, I sent I texted her. I was like I was like hey I was like your boy showed up on Royal Rumble. She was like she's like what Edge he showed oh, up and I missed man. it. She's like what the hell? She was so pissed. I her trip. I'm like the total opposite of what she likes. She likes Triple H. And Edge, <laughs> like all these like big buff blonde long haired dudes, and yeah. I'm half the size and darker and no hair at all. So hey man, we all like it. We all like you know, you can like a little bit of everything, you know. Hey, I got a lot of feedback from our uh, from our uh, mailbag episode about my love for Asian women, but uh, there you, you know, go. <laughs> I love I love women of all sizes and colors, you know. Um, anyway, um, 
What were we talking about? Uh, different sides. Uh, outside, we're outside the ring right now. Oh, we're outside the ring. Okay, yeah. So uh, yeah, we're we're hanging out for SummerSlam, and um, my son was actually like, he's like bummed out that we like he thought we were going. I was like t- talking about we're watch- watching Royal Rumble. And he was like he thought we were gonna actually go to it. I was like, no, oh, dude. Geez. I know. So he's like, <laughs> I was like, I want to go to a WrestleMania, Daddy. I was like, oh, that would be cool. Like in maybe a year or two, like make a week out of it like if it's somewhere cool like miami or la or something like yeah you know, the wife would definitely be down for that because then i can just go watch the show with him and then you know we could spend the rest of the weekend just like sightseeing and you know going to see where they film gray's anatomy or some dumb shit like that um <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, take a camera take a picture of this fire hydrant it was on uh gray's anatomy um so uh you have here outside the squared circle where we forgot to mention our sponsor chalk line you can use code chick for 15 percent off of your order if you don't shop at chalk line yet uh you've probably seen the jackets all over wrestling arenas they do some really cool stuff they have um it's uh chalk-line.com i mean they have nickelodeon video game jackets rick and morty movies they have nfl stuff now uh, but uh, their NFL jackets and, and warm-up pants and stuff like that are, are pretty sick. So definitely check them out and use that promo code, get that discount. Um, there's a rumor that Sting and Kane – I know Kane is facing Bray Wyatt, right? Yeah. Yep. So, so Sting might wrestle? I thought he was like – his back was like a question mark. Well, they said <laughs> – Like literally a he... question mark, like a spine. <laughs> well, it, it didn't say he was wrestling. It said he was appearing oh. at, at Super Showdown. So it – I'm not sure in what capacity, but uh, I've just been like just going through like Twitter and just different things, and it's it's been popping up in a lot of different places. Much like Edge returning to uh, to Royal Rumble, which it definitely did happen. Um, they didn't say what capacity. Um, every I, I, what I've seen, people leaning towards a Undertaker Sting match at Super Showdown, but um, I'm not sure if that. I, me personally, I don't want to see that happen, especially with the what happened with Goldberg and the heat and all that stuff. And I, I, I can't bear to see two icons pass out or, or kind of like drag along along in a match, you know? So, but yeah, that's one of the rumors is, is sting maybe making an appearance there, which is, that's kind of crazy. That is crazy, man. I would love to see, I mean, obviously I'd love to see him and undertaker get into the ring one time, but I would be afraid what would happen if those two, uh, if those two uh, were back in the ring together, <laughs> you know, somebody would somebody would get hurt, you know. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. We forgot to mention the there was some backstage heat during Royal Rumble weekend, or I think during the show. I guess Lesnar and Riddle confronted each other. Um, yeah. What was you know? I don't know what Riddle is like. A uh, man after my own heart, man, going for for people's necks, man. He's always getting into shit with somebody. I, I think he did. Yeah, I don't think he. I'm not sure if he's doing it just to like actually have a match with people, or he's just doing it just to, just to like like fuck with people. I don't know because he. You see the um the, the Goldberg Chronicle where he they actually show the interaction with them, them two in the back. Did you see that? No, 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 no. I watched uh, the one that came on right after Royal Rumble. Yeah, I watched like the first half hour or so of it, but I didn't see anything with that. Yeah, so uh, Matt Riddle was on the that show that they have. It's called The Bump. Where it's like, actually no, he was on the on um, the live watch, and he was talking about his. He actually said he was like, yeah, I bumped into Goldberg, and it was, he gave the conversation. They, then they actually showed the backstage footage of it, and it was it was basically just him saying like, you know, like Goldberg was like, we need to talk, like <laughs> we have we have to have some one on one time. Wow. And Matt Riddle was like, yeah, man, let's do it. 
And he's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, bro, let's do it. And bro, <laughs> go, bro, go, bro. He's like, I'm not your bro. Don't call me a bro. And that was like yeah. pretty much the end of the conversation. But I'm assuming that's something that happened with uh with Lesnar. I mean, if you've actually just watched the uh, clip, someone posted. It. I think it was Boots of Face. They actually posted the clip of uh. Uh, Sam Roberts interviewing Brock Lesnar at the 2K. I'm not sure which one it was, whatever the games. And he asked about Conor McGregor calling him out. And uh, he didn't seem too thrilled when oh, Conor wow. McGregor called Brock Lesnar. Like he, he's like, he's like, he, that guy's like 140 pounds. He's like, I'm two, I'm 290. He's like, I'll, I'll squ- basically I'll squash him. He's like, he can talk all he wants, blah blah blah. So I'm assuming that's how that talk went. Yeah. Like, look, dude, I'm way bigger than you. I'll I'll stomp your head in, <laughs> basically, cool. to Matt Riddle. And Matt Riddle was probably like, "Cool, bro. Yeah. All right, great, great or, talk." Or, I, I literally, I legit think he just likes to get people mad for some reason. Like, he just says things to get people mad. Unless you're Dana White, and he actually really has like legit heat with Dana White for some reason. But when it comes to like other guys in the company, I think he just does it just to get a rise out of people personally. But, um, but it was kind of convenient that he they did not face off at all the Royal Rumble if you notice he came in after Brock was eliminated yeah yeah, yeah. that was interesting supposedly according to Ryan Satin Brock said uh, this is you know based on some source he had said kid you might as well stop saying my name and tagging me and shit because you and I will never work together ever uh yeah so that sounds about right yeah <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I mean, Riddle's definitely more new school, and some of these older guys just don't like the you know social media shit talking. But oh, yeah. uh, I mean, how Lesnar would kill McGregor in like fifteen seconds, man. <laughs> yeah, he he said it. Not... He's like, yeah, the guy's like, he's like, the guy's like one hundred and forty pounds. Yeah. He's like, and basically, if he wakes up and he eat, eats his Wheaties, he'll be a little bit, he'll weigh a little bit more, but then he'll he'll still get destroyed, basically. And then he told Sam to get the fuck out of his face, which is <laughs> <Just> kind of <laughs> funny. <laughs> He's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And he was like, "All right, sir." He just walks off, which you, which is what you would do if Brock Lesnar says that to you. Oh, of course I would. I'm not gonna try to be a tough guy. Yeah. <laughs> I know my limits. Oh, um, but yeah, the other the other thing I was reading was the uh, rumored WrestleMania 36 match card. I'm not sure if you've seen any any matches at all. Uh, obviously, you have Drew and Brock. Uh, Randy and Edge are, are rumored as a match as well, uh, but have you seen any of the other ones? And they're all they're yeah. all ladies. Oh, really? Nice. So the other ones, the other ones I see were like you said, Charlotte, um, Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. She may call out Rhea Ripley and go after that title, the NXT title, which would be pretty amazing. Because if she does win that, that the prestige that title will have is like none other. If she does win, or if Rhea Ripley goes over and beats Charlotte Flair, that just puts NXT to the stratosphere, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, the other one I seen was uh, Shayna Baszler going for Becky Lynch's title. Um, I love that for the Raw Women's title, um, and then Sasha Banks and Bailey, which is what pretty much everyone wants to happen at some point, which probably will happen. They'll get their WrestleMania moment together, um, but across the ring from each other. But but yeah, just the uh, the. Just a Shayna Baszler and the and and the Rhea Ripley like that's three women's titles on a WrestleMania. I'm not sure if that's an actual that that'll be the first time ever if that does happen. Which I think if they're not main eventing this year, that's going to be the the way they go is we'll have three women's titles on on WrestleMania being defended, here's which what, would be pretty cool. Here's what I would do: I would have uh, Charlotte win that NXT title and basically. You make her the female Brock Lesnar. She goes down there and just <laughs> talks all the shit about I better than this place. 
I I sell out arenas. I don't deserve you don't deserve to watch me wrestle and just basically be a part basically be a part timer in NXT and just basically take you know, take the belt hostage and and you could she could you know basically work with all those young women down there and basically put them over. Um, I think that would be great and something new yeah. for something different for her to do uh, instead of just fighting the same people over and over on Raw and SmackDown. I mean that's the that's the beauty of NXT is like. I kind of forget about Finn Balor where, you know, six months from now when he comes back up to Raw, it's going to be cool to have him. Imagine him against Edge or some of these other guys. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah um, pretty pretty cool. So, um, it'll be interesting to see what they do. I would love to see. And then you would have the women's tag team belts. So, they would have four women's titles. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, definitely. That WrestleMania is going to be like eight hours this year. So, yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, as well. Uh, all right, so that's everything outside of the ring. Let's go into our Go Figure segment. All right, folks, this is our favorite segment. This is our Go Figure segment. We let you know about all the, the fig hunting we've been doing, what pickups we made over the last week or so. And uh, this is brought to you in part by our friends at Ringside Collectibles, the best the one and only place on the internet to find wrestling figures months before they show up in your raggedy ass walmarts all ripped up and crappy looking you can use code chick foley for 10 percent off of your order and uh like i said months before they show up on any shelves near you so definitely check it out ringside wrestlingfigures.com is the website marco i i probably had the latest week i've ever had since we started this podcast, I can't think of anything I picked up. Um, I picked up some more wrestling magazines from 1994 on eBay. That's uh, that arrived after last week's show, but uh, I'm kind of waiting to uh, figure out what I'm going to do with uh, some of these new things in the store that we'll talk about. Did you pick anything up? Um, I did not, uh, but uh, no, nothing figure wise. But I've actually been. Um, um, I was talking about this in the uh, in the group chat that we have. So uh, Bret Hart's going to be appearing here, like in March. I think like the first week of March, he's going to be around my neck of the woods. Um, so he's doing like a he's doing like autographs and photo ops and stuff like that. Um, so I was trying to find something to like have him sign. I do have his book, the hardcover book, which I probably will have him sign that as well. But I wanted like something like really cool that like would probably just like try to spark a conversation with them while I'm there. Um, so I've been in contact with, uh, with, with our, with our guy, JB toys. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So, um, he's, uh, he's helped me out with some, uh, with a, with a, with a, with a relic from the past that I can, uh, that I can, that I can present to, uh, the hitman Bret Hart, uh, for him to sign. So I've been actually back and forth with him today. Uh, he's really, really awesome. I mean, if you guys don't follow him already, I'm not sure why you're not. Um, he uh, he does belts and stuff like that. So um, that's a clue right there. It is a belt. Um, oh man! But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's 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 pretty epic. So that's where my uh, that's where my my time and resources have been. I actually have been going to to targets and stuff like that, but it's been pretty pretty lackluster. I'm still running into. Velveteen dreams with different titles and then <laughs> and all that stuff. So like nothing, nothing on my end with with figures, but uh, definitely something big coming up with uh with the uh, with a 
with a possibly a title a title wrapped around my waist which is pretty sick very nice i, I don't know if i met i mentioned i picked up the macho man micro maniacs figure last week but uh, i saw that on the shelves and picked that up i don't even know what it is it's just a little tiny it's at all the targets like little i think they're supposed to be some oh, i've seen those some sort of game that you play but uh, you know for my macho man collection i did want to shout out a couple people uh raymond manzi on twitter he ended up finding the network spotlight figures and uh, offered me, you know, slid into my DMs, offered me the Kurt and the Wendy Richter. And uh, I, 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 first I was all gung-ho. Now I was like, eh, let me see if I can find these locally. But uh, thank you, Raymond, for uh, for thinking of me. And one of our uh, fully family members, Benny Hip Hopper on Twitter, uh, is, is actually found me a Drew McIntyre Elite. Because, of course, as soon as my son watched that, oh, Royal, awesome. he watched that Royal Rumble, what's the first thing he wants now is a Drew McIntyre figure. Oh, of course. So I'm sure those are going to be a, a hot commodity. Um, so if you're searching for those network spotlights at Target and you use popfinder.com, the number you want to use is 087-16-2356. Just remember that that's going to pull up the uh, the previous network spotlights too, Marco. So that that's the okay. Diesel and the Asuka. So um, look for jumps of eight figures. Uh, so kind of look at them one night, look at them again in the morning and see if any of them jump by eight. That means uh, your stores will probably get them. I'm assuming those are going to be pretty easy to come by because the first set was. And uh, yeah. I really want that Kurt Angle, obviously, for the Kurt Angle collection and uh, Wendy Richter for my uh, my ladies' collection. So, yeah, uh, hopefully I'll see those. I mean, we've we've been seeing people on Twitter and, and uh, on, uh, on, on social media finding those figures. So uh, hopefully they end up nationwide pretty soon. And Jim Neidhart has shown up. That's the series, uh, I think that's Elite 73. He's yep. he's the store exclusive there, uh, so the number for that's a UPC number for that's for a different website that's brickseek.com, and if you ever need any of these this information, just slide into my DMs or uh, email us or whatever. We can help you out. Uh, it's eight eight seven nine six one eight three zero three five four. So uh, best best to check the websites before you head to the store. See if your local store had a jump in numbers, but uh, yeah, people are finding those. People are finding actually Cassius Ono's uh, showing back up in the wild. Two folks from our Facebook group have found uh, a couple of those. I think both today. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, that's a, that's a figure that was not even <sighs> couldn't so even jealous. Yeah, you couldn't even find <laughs> it on uh, on uh, eBay. It was so yeah, yeah. so rare. Yep. So uh, I'm if I find one, man, you and Sheena. I don't. I think Sheena got one, so I think you're next up on the list. And uh, you know. That's the good thing about what we do on our Facebook group. It's just uh, retail price plus shipping. We're not going to gouge anybody, uh, you know, charge you like eBay prices. So uh, I'm trying to pull up here and see who got those, man. But that is that is a really great figure. Uh, I've been trying to film myself um, going to different stores, fig hunting when I get a chance. Jeremiah Smith Roush uh, from our Facebook group was able to find the Cassius Ono. And uh, our buddy Justin Pickard found the uh, the Nightheart. Uh, from Elite 74. So big ups to those guys. Love to see people getting uh, some cool figures. And hopefully uh, the stores around our area will continue to uh, get stuff in stock. Yeah, definitely. Um, I did want to reach out. I put this on our Facebook group. Um, and uh, it's something I've been thinking about doing. There's, uh, I don't know, I'm sure if you follow this guy, you should. His name is at Mike vs philly so mike versus philly 
on Twitter. His uh, entire house, I think he lived in like a condo or an apartment building. Uh, there was a fire. He lost his, you know, all mm. of his possessions, including his entire uh, wrestling figure collection. Uh, so myself and uh, everyone from our Facebook group, uh, we've decided to put a little collection together. Um, I'm, you know, I'm nothing crazy. I think there's there's like close to 90 of us in our group. If I think each of us put in two dollars, I think it would buy a cool figure. I don't know if I'll just you know PayPal him the money, or I kind of was sneaky and kind of asked him what his you know favorite figures from his collection are that he lost. Um, yeah. So uh, everybody seemed to be pretty much down with it. So uh, if you want more information on that, obviously the donation is not, you know, you're not obliged to give anything. Uh, it's just, you know, helping out somebody in our community that lost. I mean, that's literally the biggest fear that I have in my life is um, a fire, <clears throat> like having a fire in my house. Is yeah, it's like, rough. Like whether my family is home or not, just like losing everything I have would just be like, not even just wrestling figure wise, just like, you know, my freaking bed, my fridge, my yeah, it's a general uh, my yeah. porn collection, everything. Yeah, <laughs> you have uh, a porn collection still? What the? Oh, I still have. Yeah, the wife, the wife finds it every once in a while, trying to move it around. I, I haven't oh looked at God, it. I, I haven't looked at it in like fifteen years. I should probably just get rid of it. I'm all digital. I don't. Oh yeah, I, don't I mean, any, yeah, this any is evidence. like. Yeah, no, this is like art. This is like the old like uh, sable, <laughs> the old sable like Playboys, and you know. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Actually, I was at a, uh, a comic book shop, and they actually had a China uh, for five dollars. And I was kind of, I was gonna, I was actually gonna post it to the Facebook group and China, say China Playboy. Yeah, oh, it was five dollars, and I was like, I was gonna actually take a picture and post it to the Facebook group and, add, and do like a poll on if I should buy it or not. But I was just like, yeah, I don't, I don't. I can just go online and search pictures if I want to like reminisce about that. Yeah, she had a nice dick. Um, yeah, she did actually. <laughs> oh my god! Glad, I'm, glad she, I'm glad Sheena's not yeah. here for this conversation. Oh, we, yeah, she, we yeah. didn't even talk about this—that the fact that the Bella twins both got pregnant within like a week of each other. Yeah, that was yeah. That was, that's on, why man. that's why I was wishing I wish she was on the show uh, so she could lay waste to the. Uh, do we have the Sheenatron fired up for? Oh, good, for good, good question. No, let me, yeah, I mean, Sheenatron uh, might have something to say about. Uh, the Bella twins. Oh, man, where did I put that? I just keep talking. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. They. Uh, it was in. I forget either People or one of those uh, magazines. They. Uh, they announced that they were both having. Uh, they were pregnant with with babies uh, within like I think a couple of weeks of each other. Which is, did they synchronize that? We don't know. I didn't read the article. Um, but yeah, it is kind of weird when sisters do that. Um, they kind of like make a pact with each other. They go, "Oh, we, we should just get pregnant at the same time, ha!" Huh? And it, maybe it's a joke, and it just a coincidence that happens. But um, for some reason, I think they probably planned it um, <laughs> for oh, that. Yeah, to for that TV show, <laughs> oh, of course, man. Everything yeah, they do yeah. on that show is like totally rehearsed. Um, uh, Sheena, what do you, what do you think, Sheena? Oh, yeah, hold on, Sheena. I got to reboot the Sheena Tron. I don't know. Sheena, <laughs> Sheena, you there? Lacey Evans' butthole. Oh, oh that was me talking about. Speaking of hard dicks, a husband's been away, so you've been letting it loose. <laughs> you guys just won't give it up. Uh, Sheena, you're so right. Yeah, all right, Sheena Tron, thank you for that. Um, <laughs> so let, let's. Speaking of the Bellas, I guess we can get into our random merch of the week. Do you have any more figure news? I think we touched on. Everything. I mean, that we have pictures of 
Uh, Ringside Collectibles has that two-pack now with Rey Mysterio and Samoa Joe from that 30-second match from uh, WrestleMania. Um, but that, that Rey Mysterio looks pretty pretty badass. Looks like a freaking Marvel Marvel figure. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. Uh, yeah, it's actually... Yeah, it's pretty. I mean, I like it. It's, I mean, yeah. I'm actually looking at some of the uh, Marvel figures are just kind of weird. I'm just like, yeah, there's no wrestling figures now. Might as well just <laughs> start collecting. Oh, dude, there's there's some really cool, like the Doctor Doom one. Somebody posted that Doctor Doom one. Like, oh my god, this looks freaking awesome. Like, I can see myself like getting into a rabbit hole of collecting. Like, if like, I'm glad I've like centered on wrestling because I could easily get into collecting stuff like that. And uh, I mean that's what you know with with the distribution at different stores and stuff like, you know I got money to spend and nowhere to spend it on so I've been going back and like I've been saying the last couple of weeks buying old wrestling magazines and old Hasbro's and you know yeah. there's always something that you can collect you know it doesn't have to be the newest things out because somebody on Twitter to, just today was like oh they can't believe these these scalper prices on uh, on the Nightheart figure it's always already on eBay for like eighty bucks like you know dude come on man that's you, Everyone, everyone wants it right now because it's like the newest thing. It's been out for a day or two. Like you wait. Remember those Pattersons were like, you know, eighty bucks on eBay, and then like they just showed up everywhere. They were on the freaking Walmart website after a while. So yeah, you just have to be patient, which is you know hard in this hobby. I, I totally understand. I have uh, you know moments where I just like, oh, I just want to buy this thing. Let me just get this now. So you know. But uh, to each their own. So, yeah, check that out. Ringside Classics have that uh, that two-pack. And they also have Series 107 Basics, which is uh, Nakamura, EC3, Bianca Belair, The Rock, and Braun Strowman uh, for pre-order. So, uh, yeah, those are ones that we've, we've seen figures of all those recently. Except for that Bianca Belair, I'm interested to see what they do with that hair. Oh, yeah. That'd be, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming they're not going to go cloth with it. So, uh, probably just some... Some like hard plastic going. Oh, yeah, suck. I mean, yeah, it's be kind of hard. <laughs> That'd be kind of hard to do. I mean, I actually, I am kind of curious on how they're gonna do that, or maybe they just cut it short and not actually have the long ponytail. I think you have which to would just think, kill I mean, it. For ten bucks, you can't put some cloth. I mean, how much are Barbie dolls? Ten bucks? I don't. You, know, you probably know more than me because you got girls. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know how much they cost, but I'm assuming it probably doesn't cost 10 much to, to just add. Bucks, right? Yeah, yeah. Just to add hair to to a basic figure shouldn't be. Yeah. too much money but we could be wrong about that yeah, yeah. We'll, ask, we'll ask one of the mattel guys when they come on our show um what uh so yeah the random merch of the week uh is some bella twins diva battle royal ring worn gear where did did you find this or sheena found this i actually found it um i was just looking around because i wanted to you know add to the um story of the bella twins so i just searched for Ring worn gear. I actually seen first off. I seen uh, Barry Horowitz had had his ring worn gear, and I was gonna actually use that as the um, random merch. But um, I, ha- I stumbled upon the the Bella Twins, so they actually had a um, it was a part of the Divas battle. Um, I forget what year it was, but it was during Halloween. So they're the uh, Bella Twins were dressed as the Mario Brothers. So you can actually buy signed ring worn. Uh, Mario Brothers gear from the Bella Twins, so uh, they are separate. Um, so I have like two random merches. So uh, Breeze is actually fourteen uh, one thousand four hundred ninety nine dollars, um, and you can get that. I think it's uh, or you can finance it sixty sixty three dollars for twenty four months if you have the uh, <laughs> eBay. If you want to do it that way, and um, 
Nikki's is actually a hundred dollars less, which is kind of funny. Hers is thirteen. That's weird. So yeah, yeah thirteen. The Mario too. You think the Mario would be more expensive? Yeah, um, but yeah. So you can actually, I think uh, Breeze actually comes with like the stocking she wore too, oh. which is kind of weird. So maybe that's why it's a hundred dollars more. I'm not sure if the signature made a difference on it, but but yeah, if you're a huge Bella fan, you're excited about their uh, their pregnancy news. Yeah, uh, there's some ring worn gear you can purchase on on eBay for a combined total of what almost like thirty, actually three thousand. If I, if I buy them, I'll I'll bring them to wrestling shows and let people smell them for five bucks. <laughs> you, know, make that, you can make that money back real quick. Oh, definitely. Know? Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. that, that's I probably just wear it to one of the events. Oh, you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? Me personally, I just feel that's like it. uh, it's it is pretty much it's it for stupid. Those. Um, the the shipping cost is like twelve bucks, which isn't well, too bad. bad. So yeah. you're not you're not gonna break your bank when you're spending. Fifteen hundred dollars and fourteen hundred dollars on ring worn gear. Um, what's what's twelve extra dollars to uh, have it shipped to your right. to your house? That's right. That's right. Um, all right. Let's get into our retro wrestling recommendation of the week. This is this is the Eddie Guerrero versus Edge match from SmackDown two thousand two, a no disqualification match, I believe. Yep. Um, this is picked out by uh, Foley family member Sam Finley. In our Facebook group, we uh, pulled our, our folks there to pick a good edge match, and this was one that uh, came up. I'm going to watch this one soon. This is uh, I remember this match being really good. It's actually on YouTube. If you just do a search for it, uploaded by the WWE, um, so it's the official video. They have the they have the entire match on here, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, the um, actual the actual show wasn't that bad either. I think you had. Um... You had Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, and uh, Chris Benoit in a triple threat match, Man. which is pretty good too. Um, and I believe Undertaker and Matt Hardy, but that lasted like a minute. It wasn't even like a long, a long match at all. Uh, goes to show you that he's still doing that back in <laughs> back in those days, yeah. having one minute matches with people. Um, but yeah, no, it was um, it, that match right there, and uh, I, I was kind of. I didn't want to throw out the the WrestleMania 22 match because I feel like that gets thrown out, even though that was like his like his breakthrough match where he like became like a, a superstar pretty much. Um, so that that match came up actually like two or three times um, in the comments. The Eddie Guerrero Edge match, so that was the one I chose. Um, we do have honorable mentions, which are pretty pretty good. I actually want to. Th- I actually I had to throw this one in there because it was kind of funny, uh, but the I did want to throw in the uh, Mania Twenty Two match, which is if you haven't seen it, definitely go and watch it. It's probably one of Edge's and Mick Foley's like best matches ever. Um, there's a lot of uh, Gaga, as they like to call it, um, but the other one, uh, uh, Zach E Golf, actually. Wanted to throw out there was the uh, the live sex show with Lita. Oh that man, was a, that was good too. Yeah, that was a, that was a match that he uh, that he recommended from uh, from Edge, which isn't a bad one at all. I don't mind it. I like Lita. I like Edge. So put the two together and definitely watch it. Um, but yeah, I thought those are pretty funny. But yeah, definitely that Eddie Guerrero. He has a ton of matches. Um, you can actually, if you go online and you search um, Edge's uh, top ten matches, a lot of websites did a top ten list of his matches and they're definitely like randy orton uh john cena he had he had some awesome matches with uh he did the ecw one night stand it was like a three on three i believe it was him mick foley and lita 
against uh, Tommy Dreamer. Uh, was it Francine and and uh, Terry Funk? I believe um, that was a pretty good one. Um, the eliminate when he cashed in on John Cena the Elimination Chamber. Like I mean, New Year's Resolution. Sorry, um, but yeah, like he, he has a ton of ton of matches. Yeah, you can just go back and fire up on the network if you want to go, but. The match that comes to mind for me was the WrestleMania previously, the WrestleMania 21 in the first ever Money in the Bank ladder match where uh, he beat uh, Jericho, Benoit, Christian, Kane, and Shelton Benjamin. And he had that, like, you know, sneaky face holding, like, hugging the briefcase, walking back, you know, from the ring. And, um, uh, it was, you know, just kind of that, that's what put Edge on the, on the map for me. And, uh, you know, obviously later, like you said, cashed in against John Cena and then they were off to the races with a, a feud for, you know, for a couple of years. So yeah, there's a ton of good edge matches on the network. Great, you know, great reason to, if you've never, you know, if you're a younger fan and you never really remember watching edge, uh, definitely recommend going back and just, you know, buckling down on the network and watching some good stuff from him. Cause he's got a, a ton of good matches. I'm super pumped to see what he's going to do here back in the WWE. So great pick by Sam there. Um, we did we did a we don't have any listener mail because we just did a uh i think an hour and a half long episode a mailbag oh, episode, great. which uh yeah. yeah i went back and listened to it it was i had a bunch of great feedback from people it was fun to listen we got some great questions from you guys and you know that's the we talk about it all the time and that episode really shows that why you know how great you guys are our listeners that uh you know all those questions were provided from you guys and and, and made the episode really one of my favorites that we've ever done so definitely yeah. go back in the archives and check that out um we will be back next week with uh, possibly Sheena Phelps. I'm not too sure, but um, as we get closer to WrestleMania, we're getting closer to this. You know, now I think we're going to be by the time we record next week, we'll be a week away from NXT Takeover Portland. Uh, yeah, we'll be maybe three weeks away from that uh, Super Show, whatever it's called, Super Down Under Super Show, show. show Showdown, Super Super. Uh, Super Crown Jewel Showdown super, from Down Under super, or something. Super Don't Show Women's Faces <laughs> Down Under. So. Um, but uh, yeah, I want to. Uh, I want. I actually want to do a, bo- a book, uh, a Chick Foley book club. I don't know if you'd be down for this. Oh, uh, definitely. If anybody has any old wrestling books, since you're going to get that Bret Hart book signed, I don't want you to participate with that. But I have the, uh, the David Shoemaker book, uh, which I don't know if have you ever read that. Uh, no, actually, no, I haven't. Okay, well, well, that's how we'll start it. I'll send it to you. You read it. You tell me what you think. Um, David Shoemaker, uh, formerly of uh, the, the the Ringer, and uh, no, I think he's, ah. with, he's with the Ringer now. He used to be with uh, ESPN on Cheap Heat. Um, okay, he used to write for Deadspin and all that stuff. But it's a great book of like you know just kind of stories of like uh, behind the scenes and old wrestling, you know. <laughs> territory type of stuff so uh, i will send it to you so anybody listening in in our facebook group feel free to post like a wrestling book and we'll just kind of do like a you know uh, a round robin type of thing we'll send it to people and you know somebody will send you a book and we'll just start reading there's a bunch of you know autobiographies i've never read any of the jericho ones or any of the mcfoley autobiographies and oh really yeah i know i've never read i've never the mcfoley's oh jeez. yeah i know i need to start with those maybe so um, yeah, it'd be pretty fun. I know everyone, you know, especially if you have books just sitting around, I don't, I don't really, once I read a book, I just have it, you know, just kind of collecting. Dust. Yeah. Like I, yeah. I have yeah. a few, I have like Shawn Michaels book, the, uh, where he's like, I, I can't think of the name of it. He's like climbing a ladder on the cover. Um, oh, nice. I have a uh, Shinsuke's book, which is real. It's like, it's written in interview format, which is 
really awesome. It's like someone's interviewing him through the whole book. Oh wow! Um, cool. It's like it's it's from his like beginning stages when he first started wrestling all the way up to like his last year in New Japan, I believe. Um, it's re- it's really good. That one, that one actually, that might be the next uh, book club one. It's actually really interesting. If you want to know the man that is the yeah. mystery that is Shinsuke, yeah, I don't know much about a, him, so yeah, yeah. You find a lot of stuff about him and that, which is really awesome. Nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to participate, definitely hit us up. Again, you can find us on Twitter, at Chick Foley Show, and uh, at Chick Foley on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, give us a nice review on iTunes. If you are a listener of the show and you enjoy what we do, we appreciate it greatly. And uh, if you want to grab your wife or uh, brother or coworker or boss's phone and give a, a review of uh, Chick Foley show on their phone as well, we would not hate that. Um, we have three new shirt designs coming up soon from our good buddy at Extra Cooler. Uh, we will be posting the designs to our Facebook group, and our Patreon subscribers will be picking which one that we make first. Uh, so I'm excited about all three of them. Marco, you've seen all three. Uh, Extra Cooler does really good work, and um, I'm excited to show those off to people. Those should be within the next couple weeks. So uh, those will be at Pro Wrestling Tees momentarily. And, uh, again, patreon.com slash Chick Foley Show. Thank you, Chris, uh, for coming on from um, WrestleGeddon Pod. I'm going to check that out this weekend. Uh, anything else before we get out of here, Marco? No, that, that should be it. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. Sheena, thank you for listening. We'll see you next <laughs> week. And uh, stay classy, Mark. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, Marco, great show, man. Oh, definitely. Can we talk about shaving our balls real quick? Of course. Because I love that time. our friends at manscaped.com have the ultimate tool for making sure those family jewels get clean. The Lawnmower 3.0 at manscaped.com. And with our code, CHICK, C-H-I-C-K, you get 20% off and free shipping. Guys, let's be honest. It sucks. I mean, you try and shave down there. You cut yourself. It's bleeding. You get it all over yourself. Uh, it's, you get stubble. It's just uncomfortable. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely check them out. And, and definitely don't use the same razor on your face that you use on your nether regions, man. Come on. That's disgusting. It's 20% off free shipping manscaped.com uh, i cannot recommend it enough i look like a baby boy down there you know i look like <laughs> i look like i look like jonathan taylor thomas down there it's amazing uh, but uh, uh again 20 percent off free shipping manscaped.com use our code chick c-h-i-c-k and uh thank you guys for listening see you soon